Greetings, Flesh Wound Horror Freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. I am Flesh Wound Dan, joined by producer Todd. Good evening. And that other Kruger, Mike Kruger. Kruger, how goes it? Welcome to primetime, bitch. This is never that my my intro has never been more appropriate <laughs> than, it, yes. than it is tonight. Yes, because tonight we are talking the brand new documentary, Hollywood Dreams and Nightmares, the Robert England story is a Screambox exclusive coming out June 6th to uh, Screambox. And uh, yeah, so very and excited and digital. Very excited yes. to review this. Uh, been in the making for a very long time. A lot of documentaries been in the making for a very long time. So uh, this is certainly one that's been highly anticipated. I'm glad that uh, we have like a new renaissance of horror documentaries coming out now. Uh, I mean, uh, like we got a Tom Savini one a couple years ago, the Kane Hodder one, obviously the In Search of Darkness fucking, what is it, up to nine hours of just talking about horror movies from various periods of time uh i'm all about that shit like uh, we also got uh, some cool stuff like that snapper documentary that was on uh screen box about the lost uh jaws ripoff about the giant alligator snapping turtle so many uh, just a lot of cool stuff to uh soak up knowledge if you're a horror nerd out there now and another one from from the same team um, was Pennywise the story mm-hmm. of it? Do I have to full disclosure on this one? <laughs> I did work for the team behind this film on uh, the Police Academy documentary and the Night of the Demons one. So nice. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Uh, so so yes, finally got it. Uh, not much of a description on this. This is on the life and career. Of Robert England and uh, Kruger, of course, since you yeah. since you took the name and uh, you know you've killed people more. I mean, you've you've spilled real blood. So I'm gonna say, <laughs> you know, I don't know, putting you a little bit. I don't I, think Robert England's ever put a gusset plate into somebody's face. So you have that. True. Well, uh, if he's okay. available for a spot, we can make that happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I want to see Robert Englund hit a Canadian destroyer in the room. <laughs> oh, my God. Hold <laughs> on, Robert. That would be great. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I get, I can, I guess I'm arguably the biggest fan of Robert Englund, I think, here, because he is my absolute favorite actor of all time. Um, Anytime he's ever popped up in a movie, it's just made a movie better for me. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is my favorite film of all time. And he is just a fucking icon of horror. I've been waiting for this documentary to come out for a long time. And uh, man, uh, just this was everything I wanted in the documentary. Um, I thought they did a really good job of just, you know, giving us little tidbits about his early uh, stage performance career. I thought the, uh, the fact that he was, I think he was playing uh, Peter Pan and he was getting like arrows shot at him and he had arrows sticking out of his ass. That was a funny little story he was talking about when people just started to notice his, you know, his acting presence. And uh, 
I'm glad that they covered all the all the classics he's been in. Uh, you know, it was nice to see Galaxy of Terror get some mention on there and some praise because I do love that movie. Uh, you know, and, and him and Sid Hag on screen together, like you know, interacting with each other. When I first saw that movie, it was such a big deal to me. So glad they brought that up. Um, and the one thing I will say about this documentary that I liked a lot was they didn't spend a shit ton of time like they they had a good portion of it on the nightmare on elm street films i'm glad it wasn't a freddy yeah yeah i'm so happy that they just like they left that to i i would say maybe a quarter maybe even a little bit less and they 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 focused on all his other stuff that he had done after that as well um Mm -hmm. and just in general robert england is a fucking hero of mine he's like I said, my favorite actor of all time. And this was a beautiful little piece on his life that was everything I wanted out of it. Um, I could have, you know, even uh, been watching it longer. I, you know, they could have went more depth with stuff and I wouldn't have cared because uh, this is a little bit of a longer one. It's about two, two hours, 20 minutes-ish. Um, but I, I was never bored, fully engaged through the whole documentary and – I thought it was great. Definitely one that uh, I'm going to be adding into my uh, collection of horror documentaries on the shelf. And uh, I can't recommend it enough if you're a fan of Robert England, fan of Nightmare on Elm Street, or just, you know, you've always wondered what was behind the makeup with Freddy Krueger and what was there as a person. This does a really good job of just showing how fucking awesome Robert England is. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, as you touched on, uh, I was really glad cause I'll be, I'll be brutally honest when they announced this, I was like, we have never sleep again. Yeah. Like I know as much as I possibly could know about the nightmare on Elm street franchise. So when they announced it, I was like, ah, it's probably just going to be more on Elm street, which that, that doc is just so good that there's not a whole lot left to say about that franchise. Uh, so I was very happy that this didn't just focus on that. Uh, we kind of go into his early life, uh, you know, who he is as a person and, and everything, his early theater work. There's a lot of photos in this doc that I've yeah. never seen before. Yeah, me either. Photos that uh, I thought was uh, really, really cool. Um, and uh, yes, Robert Englund's a lot more than just Freddy. I mean, that is without a doubt, the role he'll be remembered for. But, uh, of course, uh, well, I really appreciated the early 70s work that they went into. Buster and Billy, the movie he did with uh, Jan Michael Vincent, which he's really good in that one. It's kind of a uh, post-World War II, Deep South uh, romance. It's, it's a really good movie. He had a lot of great stories on that. Uh, really, I won't spoil it, but a really funny behind-the-scenes story on Hustle with Burt Reynolds, which is actually coming to Blu-ray. Well, actually, it came to Blu-ray, I believe, uh, just recently. Uh, Kino? Yeah, Kino put that one out. I I actually might pick it up. It's been a while. He played uh, Hitman in that one, and he talks about a funny on-set accident with Burt Reynolds. Uh, Stay Hungry, which is the Schwarzenegger movie I forget about. Yeah, I I didn't even know about that one. (laughs) Yeah, Robert Englund was in that. And Schwarzenegger factors into 
the uh, documentary a little bit later because it, he talks about a canceled film, uh, which was uh, about the Crusades, where he was going to be in that with Robert with uh, Robert Englund, and it it just fell apart. I think it was called Crusade or something. Uh, but he talks a little bit about that because, of course, you know, with, with actors, there's a lot of interesting projects that are announced, but they never happen. So I, I thought that was cool. Um, I, I did appreciate the or like Great Smoky Roadblock uh, trucker 70s trucker movie he did with Henry Fonda and a young Susan Sarandon. Uh, he did a lot. He really doesn't get a lot of credit for that early work. Now, of course. You could argue his breakout role was V, because people no, forget sure. the V miniseries was huge. That that did ratings on the level of Roots at that point. I mean, that was a TV phenomenon. Uh, when you really go back and watch V, have you seen uh, the original V, Kruger? Mm -hmm. I don't know. If you, oh, cool. Okay, yeah. You look at that and you're like, and he talks about it in the doc. It's like that's a hell of a jump from that to Freddy Krueger. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he's this yeah. fun-loving, you know, awkward alien character that's actually one of the good aliens in the in the right. series. Like, yeah. you know, most of the aliens in that series are fucking bloodthirsty reptilians, but he's just a guy trying to, you know, just yeah. be a part of society and uh, he's a little goofy and awkward and then he goes from that to being a fucking child murderer that's torturing teenagers. Like, yeah. uh night and day difference, but I did also like that they brought up his work in Eden Alive, too, because that's kind of where you first see him be a villain, too. Uh, I mean, he wasn't a huge part of that movie, uh, but his character was <laughs> pretty despicable. And getting to see him get taken out by the alligator, too, was always fun. Uh, so I was it just I think they covered like all the basis of every like move every notable performance that he ever put out there there's yeah i mean there's a, a heavy focus uh on the pre elm street stuff uh they also talk about big wednesday which it's been a while but that's a movie i always really liked it was kind of a john milius directed it it's a surfer movie with william cat uh who also a friend of his from this theater days that factors into some other interesting stories here uh gary Busey and jan michael vincent were were also in that uh, Mysterious 2, another TV movie he did. And of course, one that I think you saw for the first time not too long ago, Kruger, one of my personal favorites, Dead and Buried. Yeah. Uh, another, Fuck. that's Fantastic. 81. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, Dead and Buried is fucking super underrated. I, I I had it sitting on my shelf for like, a, I had bought the 4K and had been sitting on there a year for at least a year. And then I uh, I, th I threw it in a couple months ago and it totally blew my fucking mind. Like having Robert England in it was awesome, but I, I was also enamored with the fact that it was it had Grandpa from fucking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in it. <laughs> uh, Dead and Buried's an amazing movie. Uh, talks briefly about uh, Galaxy of Terror and meeting James, meeting James Cameron who, uh, if you know some of the behind-the-scenes on Galaxy of Terror, James Cameron was kind of a dick. Uh, but they don't go too much into that. Um, and also Sid Haig, who gave him advice on what to do when he made his Vietnam movie in uh, the Philippines. A lot of cool behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, 
And like I said, I, I think it was just the right amount on Elm Street. Yeah. Because there's nothing that I think they could tell us about that that we wouldn't already know. And I'm not the type of guy that just wants to hear the same old makeup but, stories again and again on Elm Street. But they also could not cover it, too. So I no, get it's no, the yeah. right amount. The, yeah, the it was. culture icon that he became, uh, which he does talk a lot about that because, you know, there was Freddy stuff everywhere. But yeah. uh but yeah, I appreciated it. He also talks about meeting his wife uh, Nancy, Nancy, ironically. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, how they met. Uh, so it's it's a nice, fun, just personal doc. Uh, if it if it's lacking anywhere, and it's probably like I I do appreciate that they at least covered some of his more recent stuff, uh, in particular last showing. Yeah, I, I need to yes. see it. I need to see it. You haven't yeah, seen I, it? Oh. So there's like, dude, I, I'm, I've been, like, I'm one of those guys that have been, like, banking Robert England movies for when I'm in the mood because I just don't want to run out of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the last showing and uh, what, what was it? Zombie Strippers? I, I need you to haven't watched that, that either. Okay. No. I mean, I'm not going to shame you for not watching that one yet, but. Last showing needs to happen sooner. Last oh, gotcha. last showing as far as like a meaty role for him. Mm -hmm. And from what I understand, he's not it's not cheap to get Robert Englund in a movie. Yeah. Uh last showing is a featured role for him. It takes place in a movie theater. And you could tell that that one out of some of his recent work he was particularly proud of. So I think I, I, I think I'm like I think I'm like one of the only people that really likes the Fear Clinic movie. <laughs> Cause like yeah, I, I, I liked it, man. Just getting to see Robert be an evil character like that uh, again was cool for me. See um, his ball sack in that one. So there's that. Dude, that was so hilarious about the guy. I forgot what the guy's name was, but he was talking about having the Steve Johnson. Yeah, he said, yeah, Steve Johnson having to talk about covering Robert England's cock and balls with, with like, <laughs> goo and shit. Uh, that was fucking great. You know the whole time. about the shrinkage. <laughs> yeah, the whole time he was probably looking at him. It's like, I've got some goo for you, Steve. <laughs> While making eye contact. I don't know, but, uh, uh, yeah, no, it, it's... I was really impressed with it. Obviously, you could have gone further again with that. I mean, I, I was like, man, I'll be really impressed if they bring up Star Quest 2, like the one that nobody ever talks about that he was in or something like that. But uh, uh, they didn't mention that one. But They didn't mention his awesome rap career either. Oh, shit. Yeah, they didn't. They did not. But I still have the... Oh, I. I We'll we'll have to show off our Freddy merchandise soon enough. We we, we could uh, yeah. God, we fucking yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> I we'll, we'll do got, that soon. That is going to be rough. I've got a lot. Well, actually. we'll plan it out. It's we've been promising that that yeah. show soon. So yeah, we'll yeah. Have to do soon. That. Well, <laughs> but well, Todd, uh, what about you? Yeah. Oh yeah, I love this. Well, I, I you know you got to disc disc discount me on this one, but I I loved it. Um, you know, you, you nailed it with like they just covered enough for Freddie. I mean, it's enough for someone who's new to it to get the gist of it, mm -hmm. and it's not you know where we're gonna get bored. Well, not that we get bored, but not just two hours of stuff we already know. 
Um, I, I like that. It really just went in depth and like everything, you know, even Dan's favorite part where they talk about star Wars. <laughs> I think that's funny. William cat. Like it was almost mine. <laughs> you know what? This might be a controversial opinion. I think William Cat might have ended up being a better Skywalker than uh, he was going Skywalker for a solo than Hamill. But, was he okay? Yeah. I think I don't think he would have gotten that though because I don't. Have, I, I see I think, more as Luke. I think, I think it would have been better. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little more. But, then, but I couldn't see. Then I got to have Luke as the greatest American hero. No. That doesn't they work. just nah. Luke couldn't pull off greatest American hero or House, so they all got the right roles. Once, once Mark Hamill kind of like fucked himself up in that accident, whatever it was, then it's like okay, they learned how to act a little bit more along the way. He needed a little grizzle on him. I don't know. I think what? Yeah, hey, I think William Cat would have been good. I think it would have been. I'm good. not gonna hate on William Cat. I'm a fan, but There's I. A, but the, the the curly hair just is like I don't know that's not timeless it's a little what's up with the the Jerry curl on William Cat over there in 1986 <laughs> yeah well 77 um, Tad but okay no I was doing house so. just for the people unaware Mark Hamill was like crashing on Robert Englund's couch and he told him hey you should go audition for this this role that he didn't feel he nailed. A lot of you probably heard that story, but that's the genesis. You you would not have Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill might not have a career if it weren't for Robert Englund. There you go. <laughs> There'd be um, no cock knocker. What all, kind of world would it be? <laughs> also, if people were wondering, they do briefly touch upon the Stranger Things stuff too, which they was do, nice because yes. you know I think that was the last big thing he's done. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you're going to find a more <clears throat> comprehensive Robert Englund documentary. Well, while you will find a more comprehensive Freddie documentary, put these two together and you got everything. You yeah. Want you got know. everything you would ever want to know about Robert yeah. and the nightmare. No, we don't need another doctor, another documentary on either of these two. Now it's covered. Yeah, no, oh. it's definitely, de definitely uh, the definitive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, another one I'd throw out that I don't believe they mentioned and it's, it's a smaller role. So, it's fair enough. Mole Man of Belmont Avenue. Robert Englund is hilarious in that movie. That's one of those. It just came out. I don't think it was even a name label on DVD. And he is just fucking hilarious in Mole Man of Belmont Avenue. If you're a fan, that's another one to track down. I, I don't know if it's still in print or not, but uh, track down the DVD. It'll put a smile on your face. Um, yeah. And the Goldbergs. I know yeah. you're a Goldbergs, Mark, Todd. Yeah, I, 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 I watch it. I actually remember when that episode uh, got announced, like that I had to tune in, like right when it fucking came on TV. And it was awesome to see him in the makeup again. Cause, you know, a couple years ago, or he said like a few different times that he's never going to put it on again. And, put it on. and then he put it on again. I think the last time he did it was a couple years ago, or actually, he may have done one recently. I get it, like, for the conventions. There's a difference of going to the convention, doing the makeup for a day versus shooting a movie. Yeah, no. It's but, a lot. <laughs> you could you could tell, like, he, he's kind of over it now because he uh, – and, like, 
sir, you can be fucking over it. You've, you've, you know, <laughs> do, you've done your time in the fucking makeup chair enough. So I, I feel you a hundred percent, but like when he's like, it's the newer pictures, he's like in a comfy sweater and stuff, like not even red and green sweater, <laughs> and like sweatpants. And I'm like, if I was you dude, I'd be the same fucking way. Cause I'd be so over being in that chair for fucking five hours. <laughs> if we can get young Harrison Ford, we can get, Freddie without Robert England actually being yeah. <laughs> question because I don't really recall. Todd, you met Robert England, right? Yeah. Okay, you met him. What, what was he like for you? I only got to speak with a few minutes because he technically wasn't like at the convention. He yeah. just showed up and jumped on a panel. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the only interaction was when like he was just kind of walking around seeing people as he left. So I mean he was cool and friendly with everyone there. I met it well, I met him four or five times as far as actually talking to him. But the one time I got to talk to him and have like somewhat a short but like real conversation was one of the celebrity dinners that they did. Uh special thing. I think it was Monster Mania. And I talked to him <laughs> actually in depth about true detective. He's a true detective fan, and I just got to talk to him about that. Did you I talk to him about the Daddario? <laughs> uh, what, what was that again, Todd? I'm sorry. I, I said, did you talk to him about the Daddario scene? I did not. That would be awesome, though. Can you imagine Robert Anglin? How about <laughs> them tits on Daddario? I think uh, <sighs> season two. You know i got to send this to the, to the... Oh, ah, That's okay. But no, I he was uh, talking about that. I think season two might have. I don't remember if season two was out or not, um, but it was right around then. And uh, yeah, just got to talk to him about that. And I will actually also throw this out because I saw somebody do this and then they went online and talked about uh, just shit talked him. If a celebrity is having a meal at a not a restaurant, but at you know the little bar thing at the convention and they're eating don't tap them on the shoulder for a photo at that moment it because like he's like um maybe when i'm done like he was very polite and i saw this and it was like then then i could see later he's what a dick and i was like no he was he said i don't know that just always bothers me celebrities are people too let him eat if they're eating their shit and they're pissing just let him be yeah i remember that when i got to meet um, uh, Doug Bradley and I tried to catch him in the hallway. He was heading to the bathroom. I was like, oh, oh. I don't wait. <laughs> <laughs> there are shameless people. I've I've known not and even I'm not even kid. big celebrities, but they'll like slide like shit like under a fucking stall. <laughs> like, like, hey, he did that? I'm a fucking sign it with something that's not a fucking pen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Uh, well, I I hope uh, there's a show coming. I'll, I'll send some of the. We'll just say a blank piece of paper under that. Yeah, right. Some fans are weird. It might be priceless collectible. Yeah, that shit's going on eBay for seventy thousand dollars if it's Robert England's piss. Uh, So, well, anyways, Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Uh, You guys in the comments will have to post post your favorite Robert England movie that's not a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, and if you want to, put your favorite elm street movie too but but what what is your favorite movie that you know wasn't 
a part of that franchise. Honestly, for me, it's, it's like even though he doesn't have like a big role in it, it's probably Eden alive. Oh, Eden alive is great. I fucking yeah. love that goddamn movie, dude. I mean, shit. So did Ty West. Look at fucking X. I mean, yeah. it's ba- it's basically like the Eden alive concept. Um, but yeah, Eden alive. I mean, dead and buried. Even though he's not in a huge role in that either. Uh, that's another one of the best. Uh, as far as like showcase performances, though, two thousand maniacs. I mean, you, you you don't get much much yeah. uh, better. Two thousand one maniacs is really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would probably have to be my pick. But I'm gonna do one, a supporting role, a mainstream supporting role that he doesn't get the credit for. Dan, you know what it is? What film I'm talking about that he kills it in? I don't off the top of my head. That would be from, well, I'm going to get the year right. 1990. See, I was going to say 89. The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Oh, okay. Yeah. He references that briefly in the doc, I remember. <laughs> but yeah, no, that he's he's great in that. There, there's a lot of little obscure stuff, too. Like I said, uh, Star Quest 2, it's not a good movie, but that's like one that I don't know. People just forget he did Night uh, Terrors, Windfall, which was like a oh, uh, sorry, you, uh, Night Terrors. Night Terrors isn't great, but yeah, there's. Night I'm Terrors. I'm changing my answer too. I'm sorry. I love 2001 Maniacs. My poster's right there, but I got to go. Phantom of the Opera is my favorite from him. See, you know, you know, I've been kind of sitting on that one too. And after really? watching this doc, yeah, and after watching this documentary, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm gonna fucking flip the fuck out when I watch this thing. Yeah, I, you I saw, watched Phantom of no, the Opera. No, no, I had, no. I haven't. I bought, I blind bought, bought the uh, Blu-ray when it uh, went on sale, like on mm-hmm. Amazon a few years ago, and it's, I've been, I've been waiting for a special day oh, for it. Ben Grimm, urban legend. Like, like, like Robert Englund movies are like my fucking, you know. 60 years, okay. a, a bear, you know, aged yeah. fucking whiskey. I got to pop it out on special. Okay. Windfall Phantom. is one that's Phantom. not. Do it. Yeah, do <laughs> Phantom. Windfall, another one, not a great movie, but it's like a heist disaster movie uh, that he did with uh, Casper Van Dien was in it. And a couple other names were in that one. Uh, I'm, I'm naming some of the really obscure shit now, but uh, he, he's really good in that one, too. Anytime you get to see him do something a little bit different, like he wasn't the villain in that one, he was like the partner of Casper Van Dien. It, 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 it was uh cool for them to talk about the film that he directed too. Uh, was it 976 Evil? 976 yeah. Evil, yeah, yeah, which I, I actually enjoyed that movie. I never saw the sequel though. It's fun, a sequel's fun. It's totally different. It's Jim Wernowski, so it's a different tone. Yeah, yeah. Very but yeah, it, very different. But it's it's I like that one too. Totally different movies, totally different reasons, but yeah. yeah. So um why don't we rate this thing? All right, let's do that. Real quick, Ben Grimm brought up Dance of the Dead episode of Masters of Horror 2. That's another good one. But oh, all yeah. right. I forgot about what's that. okay. I'll I'll let you you go first, Kruger. What, I mean, what it, do you? I know yeah, the answer. Yeah, it's a it's a five out of five for me. I it was everything I wanted, and more. And I, I, I we all said it, but I'm glad that they didn't make this a Nightmare on Elm Street dark. It's a 
definitely a Robert England doc through and through and they spent the right just the right amount of time on Elm Street and his other films. I am a four out of five. I thought it was it was great and hey, I could have done another hour. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I'm I'm with you guys on this one. I'm actually with Kruger on it because I'm also a five because it left me wanting no more. Um and I'm looking forward to the rest of the documentaries they have in the pipeline. Yeah, I know COVID too. COVID slowed up a lot of uh, slowed up a lot of them, but now we're getting Pennywise. We got this. I know we got the Police Academy one coming and and Robo Doc. So and Night of the Demons, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So. Guys, be sure to check. Oh, sorry, Kruger, go ahead. I was I was going to say just if you want uh, more Nightmare on Elm Street, Robert England related talk. Uh, me and Todd reviewed every single episode of Freddy's Nightmares, season one and two. So go 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 check those out and uh, check out our reviews on that. Also check out our Nightmare on Elm Street retrospective of the whole franchise that we did. That I remember. I think we did that fucking three years ago now god damn uh but great long talk about all the movies in depth and uh yeah i i think that's all the all the stuff i i could think related yep. off the top of my head yep and we'll have that merch show coming down the line yep. uh so guys thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time todd good evening whatever you do don't fall asleep.